are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Folks, the Bible is simple. It's easy to understand the Bible. It is. I'm convinced the Bible is so simple you'd have to have somebody to help you misunderstand it. But we've had a lot of help down through the years, helping us misunderstand it. <laughs> well, we need to get a hold of these truths. Go with me to Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus is sharing something here. How many of you know Jesus was a prophet? Now, sometimes we don't think of him as being a prophet. But he prophesied some things here that'll help you if you get a hold of it. Verse 46, Luke 6, 46. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house, dig deep, laid the foundation on a rock. When the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently. Immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Now listen to what Jesus said. He prophesied that if you don't do his sayings, you're going to fail in life. Now let's watch what he said. He that cometh to me heareth my sayings and doeth them. Three things now, three things to do. Come to me, hear my sayings, and then do my sayings. Now, he said, the man that'll come to me, hear my sayings, and do them, he's like a man that dig deep and laid the foundation of his house on a rock. Now, if you're not careful, you'll misunderstand what Jesus is saying there. He didn't say that the rock was the foundation. He didn't say that the foundation was being born again. He didn't say that the foundation was being baptized in the Holy Ghost. He said the foundation was doing the sayings of Jesus. Now see, he dug down. Notice what he did. He dug down and laid his foundation. He based what he did on the rock, which is Christ, or the Word of God, a type of the Word of God. He based his doings on God's Word. Folks, it makes a difference when the things you do, you do it because the Word said to do it. Now, sometimes people do things just because somebody else did it. Have you ever seen somebody that gave their car away and they got a new one in two weeks? Then you have a lot of people got an old wrecked car and they want to give their old bomb away and get them a new car. And they give theirs away and they walk for six months. The difference is they didn't do it because what the Word of God or Jesus said, they did it because they wanted a new car. So you base your doings on what Jesus said or what the Word of God said. Now this scripture, if we were to look at it and say, well now, you know if the trials and storms and the tests of life come to make us stronger, and that's what a lot of people believe. Now, let me tell you a little story right quick. In our hometown, there was a little boy, about five years old. His dad was a friend of mine. 
when the fire truck siren go off, the fire trucks come by, he wanted his daddy to take him to see what was going on. So they did that three or four times. So one day he said to his daddy, Daddy said, why is that little red truck running all over town setting these houses on fire? Now laugh, but some of you have said the same thing concerning God. You come up on a situation in life where there was a tragic situation happen. You see God get in there and work some good out of it. Then you end up saying, yeah, God caused that so this could happen. You see, now that's just like the little boy saying the fire truck setting the house on fire. The fire truck was there trying to put it out. God was on the scene trying to salvage this situation. And somebody said, yeah, see there, God did it. Some guy have a wreck, break both legs, both arms, you know, and stay in the hospital 16 weeks. 37 people witnessed to him. He got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And they said, yeah, God broke his leg so he'd get saved. Well, if he did, he'll probably break everybody's leg then. I mean, he'd do everybody the same way. There's no respect or person. No, the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, and God came on the scene, worked some good out of it, and they saw the fire truck there and thought it set the house on fire. <laughs> You kind of mix that story up, but you understand what I'm saying. You catch God on the scene, you get the idea God did it. No, he's trying to salvage the situation. So here's a guy that he says, If he comes to me, here's my saying, Doeth him, builds his house. The storm and the stream beat against it and could not shake it. Now listen to it. It couldn't shake it. Didn't say it didn't. Said it couldn't. Now there's a difference in didn't and couldn't. When it says couldn't, it was impossible to shake it. Now, how many of you know he's not talking about a housing project here? <laughs> he's talking about individual lives. He said you couldn't shake that man's life because he founded his doings on the word of God, and when the streams and the storms and the trials of life beat against him, you can't shake him. Can't shake him. But the other guy... See, he could have come to Jesus, heard his sayings, but didn't do them. In fact, that's what he said. When the stream beat vehemently against his house or his life, he went down the tube. And somebody said, well, you never know what God will do. Well, you will if you'll read the word. It wasn't God that caused him to go down the tube. It was his lack of doing the sayings that Jesus. Now, let me say this. Don't get the idea that I'm telling you you're not ever going to have any troubles and problems in life. That's not what I'm saying. You're going to have troubles and problems in life, but there is a victorious way through them and over them and around them. And if you will study the Word of God and do the sayings of Jesus, you'll miss a lot of them. And a lot of them, they'll just go off of you like water off a duck's back. And you wonder what everybody else is doing drowning, you know, when it's not affecting you. But you're going to have problems and troubles of life. But this is why you need to get hold of the Word of God because it'll see you through them and your house will still be standing. Your life will still be intact. If it were true that the storms and the problems and the troubles in life was sent of God to perfect us and make us stronger, then this scripture should have read, And he that cometh to me and heareth my sayings is like a man that built his house upon the sand, and when the stream beat vehemently against it, it floated it up, the porch fell off, the windows came out, and finally it floated up, and a firm concrete foundation flowed under it in the storm, and when it settled down, it was stronger than ever. 
Now that's ridiculous, isn't it? To even think that way. But yet there are people that believe that's why the storm came, to make the house stronger. No, the storm came to destroy your life and your house. It's only when you do the sayings of Jesus that you can't be shaken. And when we're talking about doing it, I'm talking about a performer of the word, not just hearing it, see. Both of these guys here in this illustration could have been born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, Bible-toting, full-gospel businessman. One of them heard the sayings and didn't do it, and the other came to Jesus, heard it, and did it. One of them did two parts of it, and the other did three parts of it. Makes a difference when you do what Jesus said to do. Come unto me and hear my sayings and do with them. Ask yourself this, what caused the storm in life? It wasn't God that started the storm. You remember when Jesus was in the boat and the storm was about to sink the boat and they woke him up and he said, we're all going to drown? And he stood up in the boat and said, peace, be still. He destroyed the storm. The storm had to be of the devil because Jesus destroyed it. If it was of God, then he was found destroying the work of his father. But the Bible says he came to destroy the work of the devil. So the storms of life is the work of the devil, and the quicker you understand that, the stronger you'll be. Praise God. I'll tell you what, if you get hold of this now, sometimes it's just our own foolishness that causes problems to come our way. Sometimes we are responsible for some of the things that happen. But let me tell you something. You'll get crippled in life. You'll go through life crippled mentally, socially, in attitude and everything else, if you don't get your mind straightened out and your attitude straightened out about who is sending you the problems. It'll cripple your prayer life. How in the world could you pray for God to get something off of you that God put on you? How in the world could you resist poverty and bankruptcy and failure in business if you thought God did it to you? Who am I to resist God? Who am I to go against the will of God? But you see, there's no scripture to back up that kind of thinking. It is exactly what the Apostle Paul said. I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, that your minds would be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ or in the Word of God. The simplicity. It's that simple. The thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more, more, more abundantly. He didn't say, I am come that you might have troubles and problems in them more profoundly. What I'm saying to you folks is that God is on your side. God is on your side. The devil is out to kill you, steal, kill, and destroy. God's on your side, folks. Stand up and praise him for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Blessed be God. Father, we worship you. We praise you. We magnify the name of the Lord Jesus for your truth, for your anointing, for your holy word. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast this week. I trust you've been with us all this week. We've talked about kicking over sacred cows. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you this is the last day for book offer number 7512. It's entitled Kicking Over Sacred Cows. It's a 132-page paperback 
for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. In this book, we talk about certain sacred cow scriptures that hold people in bondage. Over in India, people worship the cow. They wouldn't dare eat it because they think it's their grandmother come back as a cow. Well, you know, there's people today that have certain scriptures in the Bible that they worship rather than put it to work in their life. They say, oh, well, now you know what God did to Job, and he'll do it to you when you get everything to going real good. He'll knock the props out from under you like he did Job. Well, now, just wait a minute. That's a sacred cow scripture. You know, Job said, The Lord hath given, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's true that Job said that, but what Job said was not true. Read the Scripture yourself. It was the devil that took it away. Somebody said, But God allowed it. Yes, and He will allow anything you will allow. Fear broke the hedge down that God had put around Job, and that's the reason the devil got to him. Now, the very accusation the devil brought against God said, you've hedged him about on every side, and I can't get to him. And I can see God just standing there grinning and saying, yeah, I'm guilty. I did it. But fear broke the hedge down. Ecclesiastes says, he that breaketh the hedge of serpents shall bite him. That's what happened. He broke the hedge down with fear. He was always afraid that something was going to happen to his children. You will attract the very thing you're afraid of. You need this book. It's called Kicking Over Sacred Cows. It's a 132-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.